trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate ones we love ones we hate some are good some are great one meat two sides hot sauce we're your guides rob andy and randy and sometimes a guest Welcome to Talkin' Trash, a Rochester-based food podcast where we rate and review local and national food favorites. I'm Rob. I'm Randy. And I'm Andy. And this week, we will be having our We Wanted Them In play-in round of the Breakfast Sandwich Showdown. Our final play-in matchup, this one between Dell's Market in Greece, Bagels Etc. in Irondequoit, and Bodega on Park Ave in the city. So let's kick things off, guys. We're going to start today's show with a new segment, The Week in Food, where each guest shares any memorable food highlights from the week. This could be something they cooked, something they ate at a restaurant, takeout. Let's uh, let's kick this off with you, Andy, because this was your suggestion for a, a new segment. Yes, I, I had quite a list because I was excited, uh, but I think I'll really try to highlight two things. So... Randy had talked up Pizza Wizard recently, and this is a place that I have wanted to try for a while. I'm very into the Detroit style. I'm not sure if that's exactly how they would describe their pizza, but the crispy edge, the, you know, the sauce on top, I think it's considered a Detroit style. And Randy said it was great. So I've been wanting to do it. And then my wife sent me a picture of a deal they were having. It was two square pizzas, which is their standard pizza and a salad for 30 bucks. So we're like, Hey, I don't, I don't know how much your food normally costs, but this sounds like a deal. So we did that and we got a pepperoni and cheese uh, square. And then we got their steak pizza, which essentially was like a deluxe garlic bread with some, you know, veggies on top and sausage. And then uh, salad to go. And Randy, you were right. It was awesome. I love it. Yes. I was a little worried, Andy. Well, (laughs) I, I, you know, I've been trying to get this place for a while and it just, it never lined up with like, oh, you know, someone had a slice of pizza here or, oh, we're getting pizza with your family here. And so it just never lined up. And then this little deal popped up and we're like, yeah, let's do it. We did it on Thursday night, I think. And it met expectations. The only thing that was a bummer was they forgot the salad dressing, but this week in food, we had already purchased a giant container of Monroe's salad dressing. Monroe's is a restaurant um, on, what is it? On Monroe really in Pittsburgh, I guess, near the big Wegmans. And that's one of my wife and I's favorite restaurants. And they sell their salad dressing by the like quart and pint. And we bought it for a little uh, get together we had recently and we had leftovers, so we had tons of that, and it is amazing. So that's my weekend food, and I would uh, rubber stamp Pizza Wizard as a go-to place, although I think its reputation speaks for itself, and the Monroe's salad dressing that we had purchased is awesome, and everything we've had at that restaurant is great, so maybe we'll do it someday. Andy, quick question. What was the, the amount of food like for, for two people? Was that enough? Was that more than enough? Did you have leftovers? So. Good question, because those pizzas are kind of on the smaller side. So they're basically cut into fours. And those fours are like the amount of food that a slice is because they're pretty dense. They're not, you know, they look like a sheet pizza square, but they're thick and heavy and really rich and flavorful. So uh, between the two of us and our two toddlers who actually eat a good amount of food. We had enough and leftovers. Oh, she also surprised the order with an, with an order of wings too, which were very good. Um, so between the four of us, we had enough plus a piece of each pizza for leftover and um, half the salad probably was leftover because the boys don't really eat the salad. Nice. So yeah, it was perfect amount. And for 30 bucks, it's not a bad deal really. Awesome. Yeah, when when I went, Andy, I I was very bummed because the box was so small. And then when I opened it up, it's like, oh, this isn't that big for fifteen bucks, and I could only eat half of it. Um, so it lasted two times. So I think it was plenty. It's just it's dense, like you said. Yeah, it's dense. It's rich. It's like that sausage pizza. It had like ricotta and tons of garlic, and I don't know if it was like kale or what type of green was on top there, along with the basil. And the really good sausage, it was intense and it was, it was excellent as well. 
Awesome. Randy, That's my week in food. Randy, mean, anything? Hold on, Rob. You mean speaking of ricotta, Johnny, how was your week <laughs> in food? <laughs> Thank you, Randy. I, I appreciate that intro there. That's a mm-hmm. good segue. Um, I'm going to stick with the pizza myself. Um, yesterday, I, I was telling you guys, uh, I had some family over um, and I live in Penfield. So I become a fan of all-star pizza uh, right up the road there. So I went uh, with the thin crust pizza. So I got two larges uh, cheese on one. I always get the cheese uh, just in case people don't like the toppings there. But on the other one, I got uh, pepperoni and sausage. Uh, my dad's a big uh, pepperoni and sausage guy. So got that. Uh, pizza was really good. Uh, love the thin crust. Uh, the crispiness was perfect. Um, and then uh, the wings, uh, mild sauce, uh, big fan of that. The wings, I got uh, good reviews from my family there on those. And uh, it was really good. Uh, they, they took them home. We got a good amount, still had some leftovers. So I had a little bit today, a um, little bit pricey. I would say uh, that's my only issue with them. But uh, other than that, I think the food's really good there. So uh, yeah, that's something where, you know, I was craving that all week. So all-star pizza in Penfield. That's not a plug. That's just where I was. So <laughs> I, I will plug that, Johnny, because I've been there a couple of times and they might have my some of my favorite pizza in Rochester and wings. I think their food is delicious. Yeah. yeah the wings got, yeah, they, uh, my brother liked them. My sisters. Yeah. They really liked the wings there. So they tasted really good today too. So, uh, you know, leftover in the, in the refrigerator. So is this, uh, in that tops Plaza or is it just in that general area? Yeah. That's across the street from the tops Plaza. Okay. So Awesome. Thanks, Johnny. And, and again, Johnny was a, a recent guest on our chicken sandwich showdown. So thanks again for, for joining us this week. Ah, thank you. And I think this was one of your ideas really to do the breakfast sandwiches. So thanks for that. And looking uh, forward to it. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Randy, any, any food, food news from this week? Um, yeah, I thought Andy was going to bring this up saying he used it as his salad dressing, but I mean, he didn't, which is cool. Uh, I decided to share the boom, boom sauce that I purchased with everybody and it can be used as salad dressing in case anybody was wondering. Um, for those of you who don't know boom, boom sauce, it's Ken's boom, boom sauce. They used to serve it at Bill Gray's and then they stopped and said it wasn't being made anymore. Um, and I went to an establishment a couple weeks ago. Irish Mafia, who said that they still serve it and actually had giant tubs of it in the back. So I purchased a tub um, (laughs) to share with my friends and I brought it to the uh, sandwich showdown on Saturday morning and, uh, you know, gave everybody a little tub of it. Not everybody was as pleased as I guess I would have been had I received a tub of boom, boom sauce, but we won't name names here. Um, And that's my weekend food, Rob. Yeah, there were there were some specious claims being made about the boom boom sauce uh, no longer being made, and I completely believed this one server without doing any kind of research or, you know, backing up that at all. And and it was very clearly shown that it is still being made, and it definitely they just don't serve it at Bill Gray's anymore. So I appreciate my two tubs of it, Randy. Not sure <laughs> well, how I'll use them, but. <laughs> I think you were only supposed to get one, Rob, but somebody might have left theirs at your house in your fridge. Yeah, I, I, I think I forgot mine there, Rob, but uh, <laughs> uh, you, can, you can keep it. It's all good. Double tub. Johnny, don't worry. I got two more. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Randy, I think what you may have missed here was that the main people in that discussion are actually the previous two guests of the Breakfast Sandwich Showdown, Silky Chris and his brother, Pat. They are the two who like were going bananas about the boom, boom sauce. So those are the two people you need to get a tub to. They'll like be very grateful for it. So it, it was sort of a, a thing that happened as through our hockey team as well. And those guys are part of that group. So I think you, you're just, you're adjacent to the people that will go wild for the boom, boom sauce. You guys are my gateway people. And then I get it to the, to the <laughs> probably Nick, I'm guessing Nick too. Those three are the ones who really loved it. Uh, but we honestly, Laurel and I eat it. We ate it last night with chicken fingers and fries. I love the boom, boom sauce. So awesome. Well, thanks. You, Rob, how's your weekend food? It was pretty good. I, I, the highlight of my week was learning how to make Caesar salad dressing from scratch. I found a recipe on the New York times cooking app and it was from Samin Nazrat who wrote salt, fat, acid, heat. And in order to make it, you have to make your own mayonnaise by hand with like a whisk. And 
I definitely screwed it up the first time and it was a little bit too acidic. I still ate it and it was okay. Uh, but I gave it another shot a couple days later and it, it worked out perfectly and it was, it was really, really good. So I recommend that recipe if you like Caesar salad and it's a little bit of work, but it's totally worth it. So Rob, I actually brought up your homemade dressing at home the other day because uh, my wife, some of her work friends told her like throughout this stay at home time, they started doing um, grocery pickup at Walmart and there's one on her way home from work. So like every other week, she's tried that the last two months to just like check it out and see how it is. And it's been kind of hit and miss compared to Wegmans with some of the, the thing that's like where we normally shop. And um, it was just interesting because the pre-packaged um, Caesar salad from Wegmans is fine. And then the one from Walmart, had, we tried it the other night and it was not good. And I, I said to my wife, I said, man, how bad do you wish we had Rob's weird homemade Caesar dressing? And she's like, if it, I don't care what it would taste like, it would be better than this. So we might have to get a tub of that once you finish up your boom, boom sauce, <laughs> just empty that out, fill it up with Caesar dressing and send it our way. Sounds good. I'll, I'll Caesar it up. My, uh, I'll get the mortar and pestle ready. Shout out to, uh, to our buddy, Max, who uses mortar and pestle on Instagram today. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's living that Rob life. Yep. <laughs> it, it definitely looked like a picture I would post on Instagram. So Max, <laughs> keep mortaring and pestling. That's those aren't verbs I know, but you know, whatever, if they were keep it up. So that that's the weekend food. Yeah. I recommend that recipe. It's really good. Uh, you do need to use some anchovies, but anchovies are awesome. I'm, I'm on team anchovy this week. So that's that let's, let's jump right into our breakfast Samstery. So Johnny, tell us your history with breakfast sandwiches, please. All right. So, uh, where I went to, uh, to pick up the bagels, or the breakfast sandwiches was bagels, et cetera. But back in the day, it was called Bagel Land. Um, so I actually uh, used to work there. Um, I was there for a couple of days. My older brother was there for a couple of years, and he, was, uh, he would make the bagels on Sundays. He'd work one day a week. So he was going into the military. So they thought, why not keep it in the family? And I got there. And of course, um, really didn't pick up what I was supposed to be doing right away. So I, I wasn't really the best baker back there. So, but uh, it only lasted uh, two weekends because I actually, believe it or not, had to start uh, JV football that year. So I kind of stopped and moved on. But uh, my sisters worked at Bagel Land and uh, they would come home with, uh, with the bagels from there at the end of the day, the leftovers. So that was always good. The bagel dogs, the pizza bagels, but, uh, that place, uh, bagel land would provide the breakfast sandwiches at Westeronic high school on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So in the morning we would always have that. So I'd always make sure that I had money ready to go in the morning on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, so love those bagels. I was very excited to do this review. Um, but I guess my, uh, go to, and I didn't get a chance to review this will always be McDonald's. That's the place where I've loved to go to. And, uh, it was just, uh, the, the bread and butter to me of, of breakfast bagels. So, uh, really enjoyed their sandwiches. So just, um, yeah. So just a little bit of history there with, uh, with bagel and bagels, et cetera. Um, so what a massive upgrade for a school menu item, like the traditionally school cafeterias don't always have the, you know, the best reputation, but to have even just the bagel from a real bagel place, that's pretty impressive. That is oh, yeah. what an upgrade. Well, what they would do though, is I don't know if they did this with the breakfast sandwiches. Cause it got there so early, I think with the bagel dogs, cause they did provide that too. And the pizza bagels, I think they would get them. And then sometime between that morning and then lunch, they'd use their oven to reheat them. And that kind of took the taste away. So you can tell the difference between the taste, at least for the bagel dogs and for the, uh, the pizza bagels there. Well, I think so. we may have identified the problem with school lunches. It sounds like the ovens suck. The I taste would, I would say so. I would it's say so bad. with the ovens. So yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed you guys had uh, bagel dogs at your school. I'm pretty sure I would have gotten gout if I went to a Rondecoy at uh, high school. The, the best day of lunch was the leftover spaghetti from the day before and bagel dogs. You'd get them both at this is the only day that by lunch. Yep. It was awesome. That is a classic we, combo. 
so actually we talked about bagel dogs this weekend with a, uh, a big fan, Gwen, and she asked what a bagel dog was. So maybe we should describe what a bagel dog is. Johnny, since you worked there, you want to describe it? So yeah, I did. I did have my hands in there when I made, I did make the bagel dog. So it's one a, of those uh, two weekends, one of those two weekends. Oh yeah. I was, I was flipping. I was, I was on top of that there, but um, it's just, you know, the hot dog and then wrapped inside the actual. Hold on, uh, slow bagel. down. I'm, ha- I'm having a hard time following this. This is a complex yeah. recipe. So yeah. So it's a hot dog inside the bagel. So, and then it's heated up and you can get cheese on it. There is the cheese. Now, Randy, I don't think you were a cheese guy either. I wasn't. I didn't like no. the cheese on the bagel dog. So I don't know what kind of cheese they use, but to me, it just made it not so good. So, but I just like the plain bagel dog. So that's, that's what the recipe is right there. And I think Andy had a good experience there uh, last year or two years ago. I don't know if it's Andy funny wants to dive into there with, with what he went through getting, well, you know, I think that would, that was no one's fault. We, uh, <laughs> we got bagel dogs there. Cause you guys were talking about them so much and somewhere along the line, when my bagel dog was unwrapped or opened, a fly came out. We theorized for fun. I think that it came out of the inside of the bagel dog, but there's no way that there was a fly inside the bagel dog that was cooked. Like that's surprise. Insane. Collect all Andy, five flies and win. I don't know. That surprise. was actually the second weekend Johnny worked there. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he. That's why he. Uh, he said, "You can't fire me because I quit." He kept putting flies yeah. in food. I don't hold it against bagels, etc. Either. Like I, that stuff doesn't really bother me. I probably ate the rest of the bagel dog that day and didn't care. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, I, I was willing to eat one of their breakfast sandwiches this weekend and, uh, I came away impressed by all of our entrants this week. So, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about those. Yeah. Let's, let's get right to it. So, um, let's describe what we ordered and our, our food items from each of the places. So Johnny being our guest, uh, would you tell us what you ordered from Dell's and, and what you thought about it? Okay, so from Dell's, I got the steak, egg, and cheese uh, bagel. Um, it was supposed to be on a hard roll, but apparently it was it was on a regular like hamburger roll. Um, so I like the inside. I like the meat, the steak inside with the cheese and the egg. I thought that was very good, um, but it just it I, I couldn't it just finish it without the, you know, I needed the, the hard roll on there. So my only complaint right there was, was that it should have been a hard roll, but um, that's okay. Because I did, like I said, I did like the inside there. So um, it, it was good. Uh, you know, I, I think it could have been a little bit more greasy. I don't think it was as greasy as like compared to like a McDonald's one, but to me, it just, you know, I, I was satisfied with it. I'll say. I'll, 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 I'll give it probably the, the middle of the road there. Uh, wait for our final reviews there, but. Randy, do you have something to say? <laughs> uh, I wasn't, but I guess I'll say it now. Uh, first of all, Johnny, I think a hard roll is a hamburger roll that's just been grilled, but also you ordered a bagel and they gave you a, a hard roll. I think that's where the mistake came in. So it was, you a, want, it was a soft roll. It was like, it was just, it was like a soft, regular, like hamburger. I think, bun. Uh, I think I'm on roll. team Randy here. I think a hard roll is just like a generic term for like a plain roll. And sometimes they, they vary from like super hard. Like the one we had was essentially, I think Rob described it last week. It's like a DePaulo's type roll, like the same roll you'd get at Bill Gray's. Right. And I think that's yeah. ac- an accurate description of it, but I think technically that is considered like a hard roll or a Kaiser roll. I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I specified when I placed the order with Randy though. I just said steak, egg, and cheese though. So it was a hard roll. I think it's a misnomer because hard rolls are actually quite soft. Okay. Um, okay. Well, so it was, in, it was soft. It was in soft. the in the screenshot, not to create turmoil here. That Johnny Rob might walk me, off, Randy. That Rob sent me that he typed up. It says Johnny steak, egg, and cheese on a plain bagel. Okay. Is my microphone still on? Yes. Yeah, I, I can okay. hear you. <laughs> and then you guys said anything. Why don't I go ahead and describe mine, and Randy and Johnny can hash this out off pod. <laughs> well, or wait, or maybe Rob typed it in wrong. I don't know. I we know for sure, I, Andy. You didn't do anything wrong, so you go next, Andy. Well, I, I do think the website for Dell's even said they all come on a. Hard, fresh, 
DePaulo's roll or a fresh baked croissant. And I wanted a croissant and they did not have that. And I did get a hard roll. And I mean, I don't really care, but uh, croissant probably would have, you know, like Johnny said, it would have made it a little bit better in my eyes. I thought the the roll was fine. I liked that it was grilled. Um, but yeah, it was just like the same type of roll you get at Bill Gray's or whatever. The sausage, I got sausage, egg and cheese. I'm sticking with that as much as I can. It was well browned, but it seemed like just like a standard patty, very salty tasting. Um, maybe that's kind of like what Johnny said with the grease, kind of greasy, salty overall vibe. I liked the egg though. It was a freshly scrambled egg and it was clearly like grilled on a flap top because it was super thin and then they just folded it over a bunch of times. I know that's not most people's favorite, but that's kind of how I make my eggs at home for a breakfast sandwich, just because it's easy to shape into the, the shape you want it to be. Great cheese. I wrote, it was very orange. <laughs> that's a note I took uh melted kind of coagulated American cheese it reminded me a little bit of McDonald's with how orange it was and so did the 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 sausage it, it kind of had that salty vibe to it um it kind of looked like a greasy spoon almost food truck type maybe almost what I imagine like the Scott's two, the rumored to be Scott's two breakfast sandwich would be just because it's like Seems like it was all done on a flat top, kind of cranked out quickly. And I thought it tasted great though. It was the the entrance in this round each presented like a different style of breakfast sandwich. And this one to me was a greasy spoon for lack of a better term, diner, quick service, flat top, all cooked in one place. Uh, but I enjoyed it. Awesome, Randy. Uh, so Dell's was the one that I brought to the table because um, people at work told me about it. And I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, I thought Andy was right. The eggs definitely were cooked like that, but I felt like they were overcooked for my liking. Um, they had like almost like that omelet looking like kind of brownish outside. Um, and I thought, I mean, I think mine was on a hard roll. Uh, it was definitely on a roll. I'll just stick with it was on a roll. It was <laughs> okay. It wasn't like the best that I thought. Uh, Andy's definitely right. That cheese was yellow. Um, no, I said orange. What? I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, well, uh, overall, I'm not sure if it's because I ate the other ones first that this it gave this one a little bit more of a distinct flavor that I wasn't into but it definitely wasn't my favorite out of all of them uh I didn't get meat I just got egg and cheese and I'll just say now as a disclaimer that if anything's really close I'll default to you guys with the meat because you guys had like another level to your sandwiches that you can rate them on coward um, but but for this one <laughs> I just, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't do it for me. Okay. That's, uh, that's, that's okay. Um, I went bacon, egg and cheese for all three sandwiches. Uh, it was on a, a hard roll parentheses, soft roll. Um, and <laughs> I thought it was kind of a little smushed, which could be due to the transport and not the, the making of it. I initially opened it and thought it was a bagel and, uh, so that's Randy's fault. So I, yeah, that was all Randy. He must've stuck his thumb right in the middle of my roll. Um, but I would totally agree with Randy on the egg. I thought the egg was overcooked. It was a little spongy, had a little tiny holes in it. Um, I think that's the sign of a place that really makes things to order where, you know, Andy might have a perfect egg, Randy and I might not, which, you know, is, is the, the plus and the downside sometimes of actual food that's cooked by somebody. I would agree that the cheese was, um, an aquamarine color, uh, the, the last bite, the last bite of it, uh, it was, you know, that, that little piece of corner that didn't have any egg. It did have a piece of cheese. It was the part of the cheese that wasn't melted. And it did highlight that it was that craft single style, melty artificial cheese, which I didn't like that bite, but I do like that kind of cheese when it's melted properly, uh, overall. And, and the bacon was good. I thought the bacon was thin but it was good bacon, brought good flavor. I thought it was a decent sandwich, um, but that was my take on Dell's. Let's move on to 
bagels, etc. Johnny's former employer. Would you lead off? Tell us uh, what you got. Uh, before I lead off here, I just want to, I'm looking at the text here. I gave my, um, order steak, egg, and cheese. Randy goes, Johnny is Dell's also on everything bagel. I said, Dale's Dell's will be plain bagel. Going to mix it up a bit. That's all that I'm saying. I just wanted to, that was definitely not a plain bagel though. I, I know I'm sure it wasn't your fault, Randy, but I just had to clear the air on that one. So, so you all did right. order a bagel. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. So, but that was in the text, but that's neither I, here nor there. I, so, well, we can, we could actually say that in all honesty, <laughs> I did, I 100% ordered a bagel I'm, and she read bagel back to me. So that could well, be a little I, bit of a knock on Dell's because they, yeah. They, um, they, I did order ahead of time though, too. No, I, uh, I, I, so. I was never, never pointing the finger at you, Randy. I know you take good orders. I know you yeah. listen. So that's, that's okay. Uh, what you want to be doing, Rob? Bagels, et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, okay. So when I walked in there talking about the ordering, uh, there was really nobody there. There was one person ahead of me and, um, the guy thought that I was from Grubhub when I told him I had six breakfast sandwiches. So he's like, what is this, a Grubhub order? I'm like, uh, no, we're doing a podcast. And I told him I used to work there. And he's like, oh, that's nice. And he just kept like, on making Even worse. He didn't even care. He's like, yeah, that's good. So um, so I got uh, the bacon, egg, and cheese from Bagels, et cetera, on a sesame seed, on an everything bagel. And still one of the best breakfast sandwiches. Um, I like the egg. The egg is kind of like spongy with, with them and the bacon, everything was really good. The cheese was a good yellow color. If we're talking about the color of cheese there. Um, and it was kind of dripping down there. And I loved it when the center of the bagel where the hole is, you could see kind of when you push it down, you see like the cheese oozing out of it. So I just always liked that. And, uh, that means it's a really good bagel, but that's like yeah, the Rob's other- hard roll from Dell's. <laughs> yep. So this one and Randy talking about how, you know, he was able to finish one of them. He's kind of impartial to the others. This one I did finish first. So I was able to just knock that one out. Um, Really did like it. And I I do think that the bun bagel, what have you uh, does make a difference to me. So I really like the everything bagel combination with this. So all in all, I'd say this was definitely hands down, the, one of the best ones that I've had in a while. So uh, just because everything mixed in, the egg, the cheese, the bacon, that's my go-to. Uh, just everything worked together. And um, it was just it was just perfect, you know, grease. And, um, you know, just was a delicious sandwich. Awesome. Thanks, Johnny. Randy, uh, or actually, no, Andy, what do you think? Uh, for bagels, et cetera, I got a cinnamon raisin bagel with sausage, egg, and cheese. And when I, this was the first one I opened up and we like take pictures of these for Instagram and stuff. So I thought my first impression was, man, this thing looks like a tank. It looks pretty serious. And it reminded me of what the balsam bagels sandwich looked like, maybe because it was just not a bagel or whatever. But like Johnny said, the, uh, the eggs were thick. They're scrambled eggs. Like I like, and they, reminded me of balsam in that they look like they were made on site not necessarily to order i don't know how what that process is perhaps johnny has a little insight from 20 years ago about how that works uh johnny do you know anything about how they do their eggs there um it's okay what i what i saw them doing i just saw them using the microwave for a lot of the stuff there so you only saw them stuffing flies into things yeah so i (laughs) i told them extra flies for you i was like this guy cinnamon those those weren't raisins andy no i know yeah they tasted (laughs) a lot of protein though filled me up so no it, it looked great it looked the sausage was thick the thickest of the competition the eggs were thick and they were scrambled i thought they were cooked nicely I got the cinnamon raisin bagel to sort of recreate the whole experience I had at Balsam with the French toast bagel. And I got to say, I I thought this was, I, I can't tell if I'm suffering from serious recency bias in this competition. I think I might struggle with that, but I thought all the sandwiches this week could have competed with anyone we've had so far. And I thought the one we had that won for Balsam won last week and I thought this was as good or better version of the balsam bagel sandwich. I, and I'm not sure exactly why, but everything was bigger. The sausage was really tasty. 
and I, it will fill you up. And it just reminded me of what Rob kept saying last week, like that thing will fill you up. It's a different style. It's not, an, it's just like a standard non-artisan serious breakfast sandwich. So I thought that one was also very good. I've, en- I've enjoyed both sandwiches so far. Awesome. Randy, what do you think? Yeah, I, uh, I'll echo what a lot of these guys said. I think um, for me, it was really good, but I think the thing that put it over the top was the actual bagel. So I got everything bagel with just egg and cheese again, and the bagel was phenomenal. It was so good. Uh, it was like soft, a little bit of chew to it. Um, and it's hard for me to compare to balsam last week because I did the French toast bagel last week. Uh, and, uh, so this week I wanted to try the everything one, not my favorite type of eggs. I know we talked about this before. Um, it definitely felt like the pre-made microwaved eggs. Um, I like fresh eggs better, but the cheese was like a perfect amount of cheese. If it was melted, it was gooey. It was, it was awesome. Awesome. Um, I followed up last week when I ordered uh, rosemary olive bagel by also ordering yet another inappropriate bagel choice by getting cinnamon and sugar because I wanted that. I was, I was envious of you guys getting the French toast and having that sweet, savory combination. So I overcorrected and got a cinnamon sugar bagel that was just covered in sugar and it completely overwhelmed all other flavors in the sandwich. I almost couldn't even tell what I was eating. Um, I did note that the egg was thick and fluffy and I said it was the highlight. It was probably the only thing I could notice in that sandwich besides all the sugar. Um, it was, it was a nice bagel. It's, you know, a bagel I would love to just have toasted with some butter, but I would recommend not choosing this bagel for a breakfast sandwich. Um, I did write also good bacon, um, over the cinnamon and sugar, the cheese didn't stand a chance. I didn't even have a single note about cheese. I don't even know if I noticed there was cheese on it, but, uh, that was my, again, terrible pick, uh, for a bagel from bagels, etc. So this is, this is the second week in a row. Rob should probably abstain from voting because of terrible personal choices. <laughs> I, I think I'm just going to get a traditional plain or, or just a seeded sesame seed bagel if, for all future, um, bagel sandwiches. Or, or like last week, you could just wait and go last and see if we decide it before the pressure is actually on you. <laughs> You know what? For, I know there a few of us had some difficult decisions to make this week. My decisions were not difficult, um, and it was clear it was winner for you, huh? Clear winner, clear first, second, and third for me. Wow, um, etc. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, let's move along to our, our last uh, sandwich. So, Johnny, could you tell us about your bodega sandwich? Uh, bodega. Oh, okay, so I got the. Um... I got the ham, egg, and cheese. Again, I wanted to mix it up. Um, I think this, uh, so it was on like a sourdough roll. Did I say that correctly? I don't, I know there's been some confusion. No, it was a hard roll, Johnny. It was a hard roll. Okay. Anyway, um, this one, I wasn't really impressed with. I didn't like it. Um, There was something going on with the cheese inside. I don't know. Was there like spinach in there or something? Or There was like, on mine, there was like, basil or some sort of Italian parsley. I was thinking, yeah, Yeah, I didn't, I don't know. I wasn't really a fan of that. And again, I finished the, the one from bagels, et cetera. First, I was eating the one from Dell's. So I don't know, maybe my, I I just, I I didn't have a taste for it. I I don't know, but I was trying to give them all a fair shot, but yeah, the, uh, and then the ham, I don't know, maybe I won't go with ham on breakfast sandwiches anymore. Maybe just the bacon or the sausage. I, I, I just wasn't a fan of their ham there. Um, so yeah, all in all, this one just was not, was not good just because, you know, especially because of the cheese inside uh, with the egg, I, I really couldn't taste the egg. Um, so what I did guys was you saw me taking the sandwiches home and I put the roll from bodegas and I used that for the sandwich from Dell's. And I had that and it made the one from Dell's even better. So the steak inside the roll that I used from Bodega. So I kind of combined them and I like that combination better. So I wanted to wait until we reviewed all three so that I can tell you that. So that's what I did. So just a little bit of a afterthought there. So you're encouraging people to buy one from each of these locations and combine mm-hmm. them into one super sandwich. 
Okay. Yes, yes, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Johnny, for that unique take on how to eat breakfast sandwiches. Uh, Andy, what do you think of, of uh, bodega? Well, I think I had a different interpretation of the bodega sandwich than Johnny. I really enjoyed it. Um, of course, I said that about the first two sandwiches as well. This, I'm the person Rob is referring to that had a really difficult time. All three sandwiches to me were delicious in different ways. Uh, the bodega, I was the person who picked that up. My wife and I were two of the people championing this, this place. And then we, we kind of heard a little buzz. It's a newer place, I believe. With It opened in the last year, I think. And they, they have a very good presence on Instagram. They just show all these pictures of their various delicious sandwiches. And so I've, I wanted to go there and uh, finally went, I had the ham, egg and cheese a couple of weeks ago. And I, Johnny, their ham to me seemed like when I had it, like a big slab of like Easter ham mm-hmm. yeah. type of thing. And it kind of had the brown sugar sweetness to it. And I really enjoyed that. But this time I got, bacon because they don't offer a sausage and I'd already had the ham. So I thought the bacon was thick and I thought it was delicious. I'm not quite as uh, tough a judge on the bacon as Rob probably is, but I'd like to hear his take later. The egg was a fried egg. It was kind of like flower city. They had the yolk wasn't cooked all the way through, but by the time I ate it, it kind of had turned into a gel type. So I don't love that personally. But uh, so I just kind of avoided the yolk. But other than that, the egg was fine. Eggs least important for me. The cheese, this was where it had an advantage for me. It was pretty clearly cheddar cheese and it was delicious, I thought. And it was a lot of cheese on there and it was melted and kind of just cooled off. So that was really good. Um, This is definitely a higher end version of a breakfast sandwich uh, because of price point and I think the ingredients are just a little more fancy than some of the other ones I think believe you guys said Dell's and bagels etc were around five bucks each these were closer to eight or nine bucks each um so it you know if you're paying that much more you'd expect more I thought it delivered but again this was sort of the more uh handcrafted artisan the Dell's was more like the crank them out fast and bagels, et cetera, was just like a standard bagel breakfast sandwich, but done really well. So for me, I, I'm excited to, to hear everybody's rankings in a little bit because I had a hard time with this, but I do have a winner and I put my other two in a tie, I think for second slash third place. Man, you're keeping us on the edge of our seats while we wait for this. Well, uh, someone's got to not tell what they voted for. Like all you guys already did. <laughs> I have revealed nothing. Uh, moving along to Randy, uh, what do you get from Bodega? I'm just going to say uh, it's exactly for me the same as bagels, etc. to keep the uh, suspense going. And uh, let's move on to Rob. Okay. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't either. I, well, I was about to pretty much ruin what I would ruin, which one I picked. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was going to tell you about Bodega, and uh, I want to keep the suspense going. Well, but I we'll will have say Andy. this. Go ahead, Andy. Well, I was going to say, maybe we should have you go last, and then you can deliver your rankings, and then we'll all go into our rankings then. <laughs> maybe, maybe do that. Was yours close, Rob? No, not even close. <laughs> okay. I guess I'll just go then. Uh, I am I guess I'll start. The egg was, was really good. I love that type of egg, fresh made egg. Um, and it definitely was a little bit runny. I didn't get the jelly gelness of mine, but if I did, I would agree with you, Andy. That's not what I'm looking for. I had some runniness to it. Um, the cheese, I guess it is cheddar, not my favorite type. It kind of reminded me of flower city last week. It kind of has like a, to me, a little bit of a sour taste to it, I guess, or a bitter maybe taste. I think for me, I'm learning that I like American cheese on my breakfast sandwiches and now Johnny has completely confused me. I'm not sure if I got a hard roll, a soft roll, or just a bagel without a hole in it. I'm not sure what I got on this thing, but it was good. I really enjoyed the bread on this. Um, and there was like that greenery in it. I would say though, I didn't feel like this one was super filling. Like it was, it was nice. It was, it was good, but it definitely wasn't as thick as like bagels, etc. So Rob. Thanks. Thanks, Randy. My, my big question is, I wonder how hard this roll would have to be for Johnny to consider it a hard roll. 
Like, are we talking like ciabatta? It was, it was, it was, it was a roll that was hard. It wasn't like a soft roll. Like, I, I don't know how else to explain it. It was, it was a hard roll for the one from Bodega. The one what for from- Bodega, I think, is also a hard roll. I think it's just it has a a, a harder outside shell. Yeah, I agree, Johnny. It ha- there's a little something to it. It's not full on sourdough, but there's a little something there. I know what you're talking about. I want to know if they bake their own rolls or if they get them from somewhere because they're very good. Well, they probably mix them up like I do. Well, you know, you, you take something from another shop, you put it on their breakfast sandwich. See, Wait, you know, they're, they're you, taking my idea. Johnny, so you're claiming I, that I, Bodega I, is buying <laughs> breakfast sandwiches from other places no, and they're then buying, just using they're, their rolls? They're Yeah, they're buying bread or, or vice versa. You know, I actually had bread. a McGriddle on mine and I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Was it a hard McGriddle or a soft McGriddle? Johnny, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take <laughs> the blame for this because Rob said that it looked like he had a finger that poked through his Dell's roll, but I know when we opened yours up, we thought it was a bagel first because I think I did put my finger through the middle of yours too. So I apologize. This was me transporting the Dell's sandwiches. It's okay, Randy. Jeez. We'll okay. let this one slide. Yeah, it's just ugh. so I'll I'll move on to Bodega. I said it last week. I've been looking for a thick, memorable bacon, and I think I found it. Boom. At Bodega this week. In fact, super fan Gwen, she had a little piece of bacon on her on her plate that was just like kind of the edge. And I took a picture of it, and the picture didn't turn out very good. But she did say, it looks like a piece of octopus, which I take as a compliment. So that bacon was... It was thick and it was memorable. It was great. It was the thickest bacon in the competition so far. I had great flavor. I agree with you guys that um, the egg was like more of like an over medium so that the, the yolk wasn't hard. It was a little gelatinous and a little runny and a little creamy, which is for me perfect. Like that's how I make my like medium boiled eggs. So that was awesome. I like that thick slab of like real cheddar cheese because I like a sharper cheese, like I think the, you know, Parmesan or the Parmigiano, Parmigiano Reggiano from like last week or like a real cheddar, which is I like, I think that's what this was probably. Um, the bread was excellent. I liked the fresh chopped parsley. The bun was nicely toasted. And this was the first sandwich I had. And I remember I went into the last, the last bite, which didn't even, ha- you know, it just had pretty much a little bit of toasted bread and cheese. And I wrote, last bite best question mark uh, because the cheese and the buttery bun had this just amazing flavor together. And then when I went to Dell's to have the last bite, it was definitely highlighting that the, the artificial uh, cheese flavor, which I didn't like. So it, they kind of really contrasted with those last bites. So that I guess um, really makes my ranking pretty obvious, I think for you guys. So uh, yeah. let's, let's go to our, our guest first. So Johnny, what was your first place sandwich? I'm going to be a homer. I'm going with bagels, et cetera, for me. I think no one's surprised by that one. What, what was your second place sandwich? Well, even though Randy tampered with it and put his finger through the uh, hard or soft roll, I'm going with Dell's at number two and then Bodega at number three. Okay, fair enough. We appreciate your, uh, your honesty. Andy, what was your favorite? So, Rob... It's very funny that you say that about last bites because each of these three sandwiches was delicious in its own way, as I said earlier. But for me, I literally gave my rankings to the last bite of each. And I took my final bite of every one, chewed it, enjoyed it, and that's how I decided. And it was the thick, memorable bacon and delicious, overflowing cheddar cheese with just a touch of that fried egg that wasn't the yolk part. And it was bodega for the win for me. And I would put, I, I just have a hard time deciding between the other two. I thought they were both great for their own little, you know, type of breakfast sandwich that they are. So I'm going to give, instead of giving a two point finish and a three point finish, I'm giving two and a half points for each Dell's and bagels, etc. I enjoyed them both. I, and I have a ranking going right now. Of all, I think it's eight breakfast sandwiches that we've had so far. And these are the top three on the list. I think these three were the best three we've had. And that's why I'm thinking I have recency bias. So next week, I'll see if those two are the top two 
on my list, but uh, I don't think so. I, I really enjoyed all these. Okay. Randy, top three. Let me start with the worst, Dells. I wouldn't go back to Dells. And again, I'm not sure if just the taste of the other two by the time I got to Dells, but I didn't even finish it. Um, so I, I wasn't a big fan of Dells and then it came down to these two and it was really close. Like Andy said, I, I just kept going back and forth, but I think the bagel from bagels, et cetera, put it over for me. So they were my number one. Um, and bodega was two. Uh, and like I said, I think the cheese brought bodega down a little bit, but it wasn't, it just, I don't want to make it sound like it was bad. It just wasn't my style of cheese. Uh, so yeah. Okay. So for the listener, Rob had been sharing his screen with us the whole time, and now I'm not seeing it anymore. So all these scores just got put into a spreadsheet, and I have no idea what happened. I can't wait to see. This is going to be a true reveal. Man, I'm I'm getting nervous myself right now. Now, once we see those scores, we did something a little different this time. We had three friends and fans of the podcast that uh, tasted the sandwiches with us this week, the aforementioned fan Gwen our friend and my wife Christy was there and our buddy Pete who had been uh, a, a guest on a trash plate episode what was it Mark's Texas Hots yes they were all there and I have all of their rankings in a secret ballot in an envelope here which for your understanding I wrote my I even signed my name on the the thing I think that's a thing that means you actually closed it and I put the date but none of you can see that anyway. So it does not matter, but I have them. So well, there's also, there's also not a tie. So I guess it doesn't matter, but it's here's the, okay. Here's the problem. Now, Andy, by splitting the scores into two and a half and two and a half, I don't know. Cause now we, we have a half of a point difference because right now we have bagels, et cetera, winning with 6.5 and bodega with seven. So do you guys want to just go along and say bagels, et cetera, wins and moves forward? Do we round hit, up? How would they? Oh, can you not see the shared screen? Cause it is shared. I can't. I don't know why you, you might just have to change the view. Cause Randy, you could see it. Correct. All right. Well, I yeah, mean, I, I believe you. We don't, I guess we don't need to hash this part out. I believe you. Well, I'll say this. If pressed, I would have put bagels, et cetera, over Dell's. So I think that means bagels, et cetera, would probably win. Oh, then yeah, definitely. Never mind. Yeah, I, I okay. If you're worried about a super close score, that would if I had to choose, I would choose bagels, et cetera, over Dells. Well, let's. So okay, it looks like bagels, et cetera, wins by a half of a point. With Johnny's 6. standing 5. up and applauding. <laughs> He's it's, very happy. I'd say uh, it's a my victory for. <laughs> a victory for lovers of hard rolls and haters of real cheese. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let us at least see what our uh, other judges thought, though. Let's just kind of get their Rob's, thoughts. Rob's working real hard to get Bodega as number one. He's trying real hard to push that one on. For me, Bodega, when He's so I've been keeping a tally as well, and, Bo- <laughs> and Bodega was so far, it's so high up, it beat every other sandwich by a mile in my opinion, but I, you know, again, it, it goes along with what you like. So, but, and you did the cinnamon sugar bagel. That wasn't a, but you know what though? D- Dell's or a bagels, et cetera, still got second place for me, even with that cinnamon sugar. I don't think any bagel in the world could have beaten that bodega sandwich. I don't know. Well, Randy, I'd say you're lobbying just as hard that he's lobbying for bodega, that he is lobbying for bodega. You're going for bagels, et cetera. Just like Johnny. I hear that in your voice, Johnny. Johnny submarine bodega with that third place finish as well. I see it coming. I'm on team Rob here. I'll tell you one thing. Oh, it man. briefly I... flashed through my mind to give bagels, etc. third place. Just so <laughs> I, I was like, I'm like, I've got to be ethical here. But like for one second, I was like, I should just tank bagels, etc. Just so Maybe bodega goes forward. But... I don't know. I just, I did not. Well, the our, I'll tell you this. Every single person that was our guest at the tasting round voted the same place. Number one, and it's bodega. Gwen, Christy, and Tuz all said bodega. My wife, Christy wrote zero notes. So that's kind of funny. <laughs> she goes, I'm just giving you my ranky. She said bodega bagels, etc. 
she had written Dell's and scribbled it out and then wrote Dell's. No rationale from my wife. Uh, Gwen said bodega, bagels, etc. Dell's. She had some notes. Bodega, high quality ingredients, thick bacon, real egg, bagels, etc. Classic breakfast sandwich style, good ratio of ingredients, but not real egg. Uh, she said a negative at Bodega was it's more expensive and there's no substitutions allowed. Although they did let us make an egg and cheese. Dell's felt similar to a fast food sandwich. Not bad, but not something I'd choose over the other options. And for Tuz is we actually, he has a lot of notes on his on the back. Uh, rationale Bodega was the best looking. The bacon was so good. A fried egg. The bun was good, but was third place compared to the bagel and Dell's bun. And it had much more intense flavors. He said bagels, et cetera, is good. It's a lot. The bagel is a star. Man, we got to have Pete on again. He takes great notes. <laughs> Bodega was the best looking fried egg flavor bursts. And Dell's, he wrote down that there was no labels on the wrapping, which was funny. We had a little trouble with that. <laughs> the first bite jumped out. Roll exclamation point. Cheese exclamation point. Unique. Oh, that sounds like a backhanded compliment. <laughs> I'm sure that if there were labels written on the tinfoil, Randy would have just shoved his thumb through them anyways. <laughs> so it's but I, no labels I think, on bagels, et cetera. So I think the uh, I think the the results should probably stand though, because Rob, like you said, we were we were truthful in our second and third place finishes as well. And it's two to two and it comes down to second and third place votes i think uh i think bagels etc advances i would just say personally i liked all three and they was super tight and they're my top three in the competition right now so that anyone could have won this round it's uh it's march madness man yeah oh that's a heartbreaker man that's that's like duke going down as you were describing the bodega sandwich andy my mouth just started to water like i i do not like breakfast sandwiches i don't get i mean i don't get them often I would go back here again and again. I'm definitely going to patronize this place. Um, I, I can't say enough good things about Bodega. I'm starting to cry over here, I think. I, I can't believe they didn't go forward. Someone play this guy off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, that was a really hard week, but I guess there's going to be one victor at the end of this all, no matter what happens. And, you know, we can't, we, uh, we have to deal with it. Okay. So that's that. Let's uh, let's start to wrap things up and move into our famous. I think peeves. I know. I think I know what Rob's peeves are going to be for this week, <laughs> or or I can predict his second place finisher in the round of Soho Bagel versus uh, Bagels, etc. Yeah. Rob, just to be fair, I brought in Dells and I ranked them last, so I didn't really have a hometown favorite, or I did, but I didn't. I tanked it. I've never had any of these places, so I had no skin in the game, but I did. Um, I'm going to be honest. I mean, I, like I said, I, I could have changed the score. I could have gamed the system to make sure Bodega went forward. And I did not, in spite of the fact that that cinnamon and sugar bagel did not work well. Granted my fault. I chose it like an idiot. Um, so I had to reread that order a couple of times. I couldn't <laughs> believe that. So it was just cinnamon sugar. What the... Well, maybe I, <laughs> I'll recap kind of where we are in the tournament real quick. So we are done with our play in matches and we already have one team, team, one restaurant <laughs> in the semifinals. Uh, Balsam's victory over Flower City Bread put them in the semifinals. And they are going to be facing off against the winner of um, Village Bakery and Brugers, which hopefully will be one of our next two episodes. And then on the other side of the bracket, we just had bagels, etc. win. They're going to face off against Randy's entrant into the tournament, Soho Bagel Cafe, which I believe is uh, over on the west side. Randy, is that right? In Greece? Correct. And then above them in the bracket is my entry, Wegmans versus fan favorite McCann's Local Meats. So we're going to be recording that one um, pretty soon as well. So we got two, two coming up. We're not sure which one's going to come out next. Rob? Are we also going, so there's been word that Scott's two is running its own counter inside of the building, of the public market. If we can get a hold of some Scott's two sandwiches, 
There's I a chance we, we could put him in any of the uh, remaining first round matchups. So whenever I, it, this is your your choice, Rob. So because it's your your place, if you find out they're slinging, you can bring it to. Uh, we're doing a, a Saturday matchup uh, of McCanns and Wegmans. You, if you can get your hands on them, bring them to that because Randy and I can pick up the other two. I yeah. certainly will. All right, so you'll probably just find out that morning, I guess, right? Because the next time you'll be at the public market will be next Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'll just get something uh, comparable. I know you're a sausage, egg, and cheese. I know Randy's an egg and cheese, and we'll just find out what Pete's into. Yeah, um, I, I think this is it's it's getting down to it, and it's it's hard now because we're dealing with a lot of places that are are getting you know we're dealing with the better and better places as we get further into this tournament you know, we started off with sort of that fast food round. So now we're getting into these better places and, and the matchups are getting intense and the decisions are difficult for some of us, me, maybe just cause I love breakfast sandwiches, but uh, yeah, I, I enjoy tasting all these different types. And even just in this matchup, we had three totally different kinds of breakfast sandwiches and it was fun to taste them all. So uh, you got, are you guys keeping an overall ranking or, or do you plan on doing that? It'd be fun to review that at the end. Yes. Yep. Johnny's not because yeah. So yes, I am. <laughs> so uh, let's move into our, our peeves and plugs. Let's start with our guest, Johnny. Do you have any peeves? Do you have any plugs? Um, I'll, I'll start with peeves first. So, you know, I've, I've been thinking of this. Um, so I of course go shopping at Wegmans, you know, for groceries and stuff like that. I get my lunches, single guy, no kids. Um, there are five days to a work week. I, I just, you know, I think everybody can agree with that. Um, so my question is why are there like four packages of carrots, four packs of celery, four packs of the little fruit cups, four packs of yogurt. I don't get that. It's like, <laughs> you know, why don't they make five packs? So that's just my peeve. I, I really think they should start doing that. So. You know what comes in five packs, Johnny bagels. Ba well bagels you get that bonus six so one day you can have two uh craft handy snacks where you put the fake cheese on the crackers That's... those come in five packs so maybe just start buying those instead I, of I really should so yeah but i'm just i just noticed that when i was shopping and i'm like man i hope i get to be a guest on their show again so i can say this peeve with uh you know what's going on at the, the what's the deal show. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> So that's just my peeve. I don't know. I always think of that when I'm buying the stuff there, but, um, so that's it. Um, but my plug and actually this person actually started following you guys there on Twitter, uh, is the, uh, blazing Lazen studios. So I think Rob, you were talking a little bit about it yesterday and you saw what they did, um, or what they do. So she was supposed to text me to give me a little bit more information, but she, she didn't, she forgot to, um, but it's one of my coworkers. So again, blazing lazing, uh, they're on Instagram. They do engravings on like golf clubs. So, you know, they have a shop at their house, so it's kind of like a part-time gig for them, but, uh, they do a lot of work with different companies. But if you take a look at those pictures, I mean, engravings are really cool, especially since we're all into golf and stuff. So, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, pretty cool artwork and you can engrave anything you want to on the clubs there. So, um, I'm sure you can do anything else, but she's been mainly telling me about the golf clubs and, and those sets of irons and stuff like that. So check it out. Blazing Blazing Studios. Um, take a look at the pictures on Instagram. Like I said, they're following, you now. Awesome. Thanks, Johnny. Yeah. I saw those pictures of those clubs. They look really cool. Yeah. Like really impressive. I'm looking at them right now. Yeah. Very very interesting. That's the type of thing you see on uh, like professional golfers clubs, certain patterns and stuff. Awesome. Uh, Randy, any peeves, any plugs? I'd like to plug Johnny's peeve because I <laughs> think subconsciously I never, I, it made me mad because the same thing like guacamole came in the four packs and then I'd always have to go back to Wegmans on Thursday night or Thursday during the day to get that fifth pack. You're right, Johnny. Um, so I loved that peeve. I also have a peeve with the 2012 Ford fusion. Andy knows about this car. Um, I, I went to Dell's as you guys know, to pick up the breakfast sandwiches, pulled in, went to get out of my car and my door wouldn't open. Um, so then I kept trying it, kept unlocking it, still wouldn't open. So I crawled over the passenger seat to get out of the car. 
then I drove to Rob's, still couldn't open it, so crawled over the passenger seat again. Um, something's wrong with the door handle. So then uh, I can open it from the outside. So I get in as we're leaving Rob's and Andy and Pete pull up alongside me and I tell them, and I think Andy was the one who said, oh, so now you just have to reach out your window to open the door. And I was like, genius. So that's how I've been getting out of my car instead of crawling over the passenger side door. Thank you, Andy, for letting me know. So I'm gonna plug Andy, if you guys have any problems at all and you need a solution that you didn't think of, Go to Andy. Yeah, I'm sort of a car whiz, as you can tell. <laughs> oh, car hound. Real gearhead. Uh, so, uh, Andy, peeves, plugs? Well, I actually had another thing for this week in food, but I felt like I had already talked too much. So, <laughs> we recorded this episode on a Saturday. We had three full breakfast sandwiches each, and I got a breakfast sandwich the next day. <laughs> this was... A product of happenstance, though, we had signed up for um, Kettle Ridge Farms, which is a uh, local farm down in Victor, and they have a maple syrup weekend. They make their own maple syrup and pancake mix and all that stuff. And so you can order flapjacks with sausage, um, donuts, cinnamon sugar, fresh fried donuts, and breakfast sandwiches. I said we were ordering the syrup and flapjacks for the boys and a couple donuts to try out. And I was like, Hey, this is, this looks really good. They have a breakfast sandwich. I know my friends and I are going to be doing this showdown. Let's get it. My wife was on board. It had, um, it was on salty bread roll, which is from amazing grains, which is a great little bakery where I live in Fairport. And, um, it had peppers and onions and it had, I can't remember what the condiment was, but, uh, and then sausage and egg. So we we're like, hey, why not? We'll split it. It won't be that big a deal. But my wife, my wife came and had breakfast sandwiches with us yesterday. And we were like, it, it was a bit much today when we ate it, but it was pretty good. But the one bummer was it's supposed to be on that salty bread roll. And when we got it, the top of it was sliced like the middle bread of a Big Mac. It was like white bread on top, white bread on bottom. It didn't have like a crusty, salty top to it. And it wasn't grilled or toasted or anything. It was just kind of soft and it had kind of gotten a little wet in the within the wrapper. So that was kind of a letdown. But I mean, it tasted good and it was a different flavor profile because the peppers and onions. So it just tasted a little different than the breakfast sandwiches we were having. I don't think it would have won this week or anything, but it was pretty good. Would you call that soft bread? Uh, it was Sounds definitely like a hard, like a hard, hard bread, just a little soft. <laughs> no, but the, anyways, this place was cool. My wife went and picked it up. She said there was, they had the little igloos for eating food and brunch and lots of outdoor tables, but today was rainy, but I would definitely think it would be fun to go eat there with friends because it's on the farm and stuff, uh, in a year where, or a weekend where maybe they had nicer weather. So, uh, cool. my plug is for Kettle Ridge farm and, uh, I don't really have any peeves. Maybe Johnny go out to lunch once a week. So you can only have use, use the four packs or something. Treat yourself. Or buy two four packs. I guess I just thought of that. Carry it into the next week. And I'm still out. I'm still, it's the numbers just don't add it's up. It's like a five know. week, four week cycle. Yeah. Whenever right. you get to 20. You I got to take five, four packs at once. I have a better suggestion. I'll just take a day off every, every week for the next couple of weeks. There. Problem so solved. Four day work weeks. So go to bagels, etc. cetera. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's such a great peeve because I was, I was thinking like, you know, I, it sort of makes sense with uh, like guacamole cause like symmetry of little containers and it kind of balances well, but like bags of carrots, you don't need symmetry. They all just kind of get smushed in a larger bag probably. Right. So it, it's. I would, I guess I disagree with the guacamole though too, but okay. You guys eat guacamole every day for lunch. That seems intense. I do, but I make it fresh every day. You oh, could do his, that I with guess. his mortar and pistol. Yeah, we know you have a mortar and pistol, Rob. Have I mentioned that I have a mortar and pestle? <laughs> I do. It's awesome. Anyways, <laughs> uh, new T-shirt. <laughs> so my plug is <laughs> mortars and pestles. Uh, it's that's not really my my peeve. You know what my peeve is? My peeve is our country not investing in its infrastructure until, you know, maybe this infrastructure plan 
gets passed. I, I just listened to a podcast about the New York city subway system and how they've just kind of let it just fall apart completely. And if you travel to other countries and you go to these big cities, their subways are always like way nicer than, than what we have here. And it just really, it feels really short-sighted. And I listened to a, the New York times, the daily podcast a couple of weeks ago, they did one on the New York city subway. And that podcast was really interesting and kind of infuriating, but offers some hope. So hopefully they, uh, they start investing in that because it's really, really important. And my plugs, uh, my number one plug is I've been listening to the music of Taylor Swift lately, Folklore and Evermore. Great albums. I unironically love those two albums and the music, and I kind of got into it from other artists that I like. Um, I love the band Haim and The National and Bon Iver, and they all did collaborations with her. So it was recommended to me through like Spotify, and I just started listening to the music. And I'm like, this is pretty you good You don't stuff. have to justify it. It's I mean, fine. It's, it's, it's pretty good. Um. And I'm also going to plug Bodega, which has the best flipping sandwiches in town. <laughs> Somehow they're not moving forward. That was BS. Um, I do have one kind of funny Taylor Swift story. It's not that great, but with my seventh graders, I'm, I'm a teacher. They were asking me to play music. We had a little bit of extra time. And one seventh grade girl who's like pretty well behaved usually, she's like, play Avenged Sevenfold. And I'm like, okay. Or maybe it was Breaking Benjamin. It she was just something... shouts it, shouts that at you like your Siri or Alexa. She, it, it might have, you know what? It was Breaking Benjamin. She's like, play some Breaking Benjamin. I'm like, okay, I'll play some Breaking Benjamin. And I put on a Taylor Swift song. And she goes, what the hell is this? <laughs> like shouts out. I'm like, whoa, you can't say that word in school. But it was also very, very funny. So I was laughing, but also kind of like, you can't say that word in school. But uh <laughs> Yeah, so those are my peeves and those are my plugs. Um, guys, so was that a plug, that last part? <laughs> yes. It, Funny it was, kids plugging. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a plug for, for pranking kids and pretending like you're going to play a heavier song, but actually playing something softer like Taylor Swift, and you'll get Very a good. funny reaction. So I think that just about wraps up this week. Oh, check out our Instagram if you have any requests or if you want to guest star on the show and you're in the Rochester area, the, the, the we're talking trash rock R O C at gmail.com T A L K I N trash R O C at gmail.com. There's a little link to email us now on our Instagram account too, which we should open it right up on your phone. If you're interested yeah. in sending us, sending us anything, questions, comments, I, request, I did like see the link. Said. I saw the link there. Yeah. So you're able to hear the videos because I know I got a couple of people who want to listen to these videos coming up. So nice podcast, I should say. Awesome. What are you, 100, 100 years old, Jenny? Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> oldest one of the group here. Do so. you download these? Is that yeah. how? It yeah. I thought I was downloading them. So I don't know. So I'm still waiting for it to download right now on my phone. So well, I'm sorry. Just... I, threw, I threw off the bodegas. So I'm sorry. That's I'm going to apologize to Rob. I'm not mad. I thought they were the best, but Rob's the one holding the grudge. Oh yeah. Well, that's I okay. Am. I respect that. That's all right. It's John, good. you're He's a classic grudge holder. I think if anybody understands it, it's you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for being our guest, Johnny. Yes. And, thank you for uh, having me. A lot of fun. It's been so. great. So uh, keep eating and talking trash, fans. Trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One meat, two sides, hot sauce. We're your guides, Rob, Andy, and Randy, and sometimes a guest. That's it. Different every time. And it's always awkward and bad. Uh, I'm going to stop it now. <laughs>